I'm delighted to welcome today the very lovely Irina Strunina from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, that's that's where you're currently living, um, Irina. And you founded Smart Move 360 and you are a health strategist and you have created a group um, which is very exciting. We're going to be talking about that today, Diabetes 101 for Beginners. So welcome. Thank you very much, Elaine. Delighted to be here. Thank you. Fabulous. And uh, for six o'clock in the morning, you're looking stunning. So thank you for making the effort. Um, okay. <laughs> so um, you're in um, Atlanta. Um, you came from Russia originally. Uh, how long have you been in America? This year, in the summer, it will be 27 years already. So I've been here for a while. Oh. Gosh, okay, wonderful. Um, so you, um, where are we? Diabetes 101 for beginners. Tell, tell us about that. Why did you create that, that group? Well, answer to this question will could be very short and could be pretty long. Mm -hmm. The long answer will be like the whole story of my 27 years in, in America. So which one would you prefer? Let's, let's have the long one because um, I've heard, heard it and I know it's very interesting. And I know you will be, uh, as you share it, you'll be inspiring some of the listeners. So, so let's go for it. Okay. So, I, so as, we, as I mentioned, 27 years ago, I moved to United States. I moved to here to to change, this was time of big changes back in Russia. And it also, for, for myself, for my personal life, it was time to, to do something different. And in addition to it, what made it happen, happen happened at the same time. I met with a guy, so we decided to, for me to come to United States, try to work together and see how it will work out. Well, it worked out that we become married and we had kids, so we become a family. And uh, this guy, this husband of mine, he was the entrepreneur and very busy and very successful in his field. Very busy, as I said. So with the schedule that he had, with the travel that he had, with the stress that he had because solopreneur being person who is managing everything for mm -hmm. yourself it's pretty stressful and we were going through a lot of i'm talking about the world the world was going through a lot of changes at the, that time just as now mm -hmm. so we were talking about the ebers bubble we were talking about uh, terrorist attack on 9-11 and we were talking about different other economical and political changes that were happening. As a result, he got diagnosed with type two diabetes. And that changed quite a bit in our life because we had to adapt. And I, as a caregiver for two of our kids and him was trying to learn more as much as I could, but it still was 2003 when Google wasn't as, popular, let's say. Mm -hmm. It was already existing, but really nobody were using it the way how we use it right now. So most of our information we were gathering from books, from magazines, from different brochures that we would pick, pick up from doctor's office and 
things like that. Nobody took away the stress and information was pretty limited. This was what you have to do. The psychological, the mental issues were not discussed at all. And I didn't know much about it personally because I've heard about diabetes. We all heard about diabetes. We know that this is diagnosis. We know that it's somehow related to sugar, but that's about it. As much as I would like to know about it, wanted to know about it, I also wanted to know what to feed to my babies and uh, how to make sure that they're healthy and how to make sure that my husband is healthy. So this was very challenging time just to manage all this information and time and, and business too, because I've been working with him as a man, of manager in his office and travel agent and you know accountant all of this hats long story short he got complications after the let's say flu regular flu seasonal flu that he had the complications were pretty bad because of his diabetic mm -hmm. condition and two years later uh, he passed away from kidney failure. So that really was devastating event in our family with the two teenage girls and myself literally working all the time with him, knowing quite a bit about business, but not as a business owner, rather like a support person, the office person. I had to do something. So the first thing I started doing was what I knew, how to cook for sick people. So I started working as a cooking coach in a company that was teaching people how to cook in a healthy way, how to make sure that food that you prepare is healthy, that is helping you to manage whatever health condition you might have rather than hurting you further and bringing more damage to your body. And I also started learning how to speak to public, always thinking about the fact that I am foreigner, I, my English is not that good. I probably need to improve my ability to speak. So I started working on my public speaking abilities. And then we had this everybody knows situation of quarantine because of COVID. So with all my public speaking attempts, I got stuck in a house where I couldn't do that much mm -hmm. of it. And I started networking, of course, attending seminars, everything, what to do. For two months, we were not allowed to move anywhere. I met with people and people were telling me, look, your story is too too big to keep it small. So you have to start something that you could help more people. Mm. And I wrote a course, which was intended to be as many of us, virtual course, course Diabetes 101 for Beginners. And then to make sure that more people know, it, know about it, I opened the Facebook group, called it Diabetes 101 for Beginners in February of 2021. And right now, in the spring of 2022, I have 44,000 people in this group, and it's growing every day 
by about 100 people, 150 people joining the group, which means that we are so limited still in information about this diagnosis. People are looking for it. People are really overwhelmed by the all possibilities by Dr. Google now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are looking for information that is easy to understand, that is not taking the medical degree to understand, and they could use it right away like from the day they, they learn about their diagnosis. That's the whole story. This is what I'm doing. So 44,000 people in a group, that's remarkable. Um, and as you say, it's, it's, um, it's, it's remarkably good. However, it's also very sad because you, um, you can see 44,000 people wanting to know information about diabetes too, you know? So um, my, my father died in 1976. And I think about a year before then, his brother was diagnosed with what was then known as sugar diabetes. And it was whispered. So my father died uh, ultimately from cancer and um, Uncle Reg died from uh, complications with diabetes too. Neither of those conditions were known about. Everybody was whispering. Everybody was, and it was almost like shame on the family because we'd had these two things. So that was 90, 46 years ago. And um, now it's, you know, to, to hear that you've got such a group that's so active. So, so why, why aren't we learning? Why, why, what, what's going wrong, Irina? My personal opinion, there are many reasons, but unfortunately, the food industry, the pharmaceutical industry, the, I don't know, I probably would would point those to most are responsible for this because producers of different kinds of food, they're fighting for consumers. They need to make sure that consumers will come back for their product. For that, we need to make sure that, first of all, it tastes different and it's addictive. Mm -hmm. And as we lately learn from documentaries already, there are a lot of studies and Mm -hmm very enthusiastic people that put together several documentary and movies that are talking about the dangers of sugar. And right now, if you take from the shelf in the store, almost any product and you look at the ingredients, there will be sugar. Mm. If it says no sugar, most likely there is sugar substitute. So it doesn't have name sugar but it's something that replaces it. Sometimes it's something organic. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's chemical or or it's alcohol, Mm. but it's there. And sugar is one of the most addictive substances that we can think of because this is all our body is taking first thing for energy, the first thing for, for pleasure, this is the trigger of so many emotions and reactions in our bodies. So of course we're getting in in combination with different additions, those recipes, those formulas 
in the products that manufacturers are producing are becoming addictive. Mm -hmm. And somebody likes more it's dark, somebody likes it more the light with this flavor or with that flavor, with this uh, aroma and this texture. So there's a, a lot of available options there. And then we have the commercials that we all watch on TV, listening to radio, and those food commercials, they are fabulous. And a lot of uh, celebrities are advertising different mm -hmm. potato chips and different, I don't know, ice cream and cereals. This all is not helping. This is one thing. And then we also know that pharmaceutical industry, there are the known medicine that we are using and know that it's helping to improve people's situation. And then there's medicine that is geared up to keep people stable. Stable doesn't mean improving unless mm -hmm. people do something about it. At least you're not getting worse. That's what it is about. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, with this combination of being addicted to certain food and taking medicine to keep them stable, people are using this and slowly they're sliding down. So I think the hardest part is they know that there is a medicine to fix it. They don't know that they can help themselves as well. So people are relying on medicine. They continue using all of this bright, sweet products. And this is what causes the whole thing. And they don't move because they're too busy being busy with other stuff <laughs> mm. taking Being... accountability taking responsibilities is is a huge thing isn't it and as you say people are so busy being busy and if they can pop a pill um they think that everything is going to be wonderful but what they don't most people don't do is to read the data sheet that comes with the medication to see all the side effects so whilst they might at one level be happy with themselves that they're managing their condition what they don't realize many people is that they're actually creating other conditions and then the side effects of that drug would require them to take another drug in my experience um, I find that people who are on one medication before long they're on three then they're on five it seems to go in odd numbers one three five seven my mother was on nine lots and, and I know it's various different medications that that, that caused her death and there, there's a condition, I, I, I never get the name right, something like iatricide or, or iatrogenicide or something, I, can't, I can never remember it, but um, it's a huge cause of death and basically it's death by medication. So yeah, I'm definitely with you there. It's, it's a combination, it's not like everything, it's just not one thing, is it? It's, um, it's, uh, it's the addiction, it's the, the, the marketing, it's the pharmaceuticals, but at the end of the day, the buck stops with us, doesn't it? And unless we wake up and smell the roses and take action ourselves and responsibility, it's gonna be a never ending problem. Absolutely. You know, in the country where I was, when I was growing up, we had the surgeon, one of the first heart, open heart surgeon in, in Russia. And he was 
first of all, he had his heart issue himself and he helped himself to, to work with that. And after that, he started learning and discovering what he can do. And he was extremely popular. The slogans that he was giving, like jogging away from the heart attack, this was like everywhere. Mm -hmm. And he was very active in terms of advertising, not advertising, advocating mm -hmm. for the healthy, active lifestyle. And one of in one of his interviews, he, he said that, that I just said it the same way I, I took it from him, that doctors can fix the problem, but then it's up to patient if they will make sure that this problem will not come back. Mm. Yeah, absolutely spot on. And every so, condition, pretty much every condition on the planet, um, if, if caught in time, um, well, can be prevented to start with, or if caught in time can be reversed. And we know that from many, many studies that are out uh, there and lots of evidence and, and so on ourselves. And it's that sad when you hear that people have died because of ignorance. Um, and with the internet now, there is no excuse for ignorance, I'm afraid. You know, there's information on anything you can shake a stick at. But still people don't, don't take action. And I, I get really frustrated as a health mentor myself. It's, you know, some people have said to me, so I've, I've, I've ended up being a, a go-to person for, for some uh, people with cancer as a last resort. And, and quite often it's too little, too late, but I've been able to help people have better quality of life and, and stay around for you know two plus more years longer than they would have they were given. Um, but it's all down to uh, diet, lifestyle. Um, diabetes is no different. Whatever the condition is called, um, there is a very simple solution, but it takes effort. Um, you know, the diet, the lifestyle, eating, <clears throat> excuse me, eating um, clean organic where possible foods and um, making meals from scratch nothing processed because if you mentioned you know the sugar and the salt in, in everything as well and it's not good salt um there's there's all kinds of nasty things and I, I i'm a great um believer in growing your own having said that i don't do that i'm lucky enough to live near a, a very good market so I, I can't be doing with all the effort so it's a case of working out what fits with our lifestyle isn't it uh, what we've got around, what fits with our lifestyle and our budget, of course. So what would be the top um, tips for people? Maybe they've been newly diagnosed with diabetes too. How, how would you guide people um, to, to, to make a difference to themselves? First of all, I wanted to let everybody know, and you, you pointed out today this, that years ago, people used to whisper that they have this, mm -hmm. such a stigma about this. And it's got a little bit different now, but it's not much different. I have a lot of people in my group who coming there anonymously. Mm -hmm. They don't post because they're afraid that mm -hmm. somebody will, of their circle, will read mm -hmm. that they have diabetes. Wow. And they don't want them to know. Sometimes they reach out to me to, uh, and ask me to uh, post on their behalf. Sometimes there's an option to post anonymously. Mm -hmm. So that's what they do. Yes. 
And my point is, for one thing, I would like everybody to know that this is nothing to be ashamed of. The second thing I would like people to know that diabetes is a diagnosis. It's not a life sentence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could live and be active mm -hmm. and productive and happy with this diagnosis. We all will die, but we should not be dying from diabetes. If you got it, we, you will eventually end up dying with diabetes, not, but not because of diabetes. So catch the breath, try to calm down, look around. There is a lot of people who are in the same boat and they are successful with that. So start making changes, one change at a time. There is a lot of field where those changes could be done. You already mentioned the lifestyle, the way what we purchase to eat, the way how we cook, mm -hmm. the way um, how we sleep, how we manage our stress. All this is a combination that is affecting the, our diagnosis. So once we start working on one thing, the easiest what you can do, do it. We all know what is wrong, what we need to change, but we don't take effort to change that. I am, I couldn't say that I'm addicted, but I spend too much time in front of the computer. I should go to bed sooner, earlier. And I'm trying to be more effective on it. Slowly but surely, I'm not going to bed at mid at two, like two a.m. I'm going to bed at midnight. I should be doing a better job, but I'm working on it. Same similar thing that people can do for themselves one step at a time. Once you establish that, once you like, okay, I noticed I can drink that glass of water every day. Let me see if I could squeeze in the second one. Mm -hmm. This will be the second step. So it's not permanent. Well, it's pretty much like permanent, but it's totally manageable. The only way to start changes and one change at a time and you'll be in a much better place health-wise. Mm. Are, are you aware of people who have reverse diabetes? A lot of times, um, well, at least once weekly, somebody in my group posting the successful story. They were diagnosed, they, and then something happened. For some, part, for some people, just the fact of being diagnosed mm -hmm. is already a big enough event mm -hmm. to start making changes. For some people, they got diagnosed, they were struggling with that for a while, and then something happened in their life and they decided to make changes. One way or another, once they decided and they become their own police, their own stick that they were using to, to keep themselves on track, they will get results pretty quickly. Results that they were looking for. Somebody needed to lose weight. Somebody needed to stabilize their 
you know, the emotions, somebody needed to sleep longer. So something that they needed to get, they started using it and they noticed that once they started sleeping longer, the weight started going away easier, their blood uh, test results started improving. And that's inspiring. So they continue doing it, adding a little bit here and there, changing their lifestyle step-by-step, step, not like right away, mm -hmm. continued improving. And then those stories are the glorious stories when people say, I started from this and they post the picture with these numbers, they put the numbers of their blood work. And now, six months later, eight months later, whatever time it took, look at me. Or oh, somebody, maybe it's two years. I didn't do this very strictly, but I continued working on it. And look at me two years later. This is my picture. I am capable of running you know, five kilo, uh, kilometers without any, you know, stopping. I can enjoy these and those activities. I feel much better. I sleep better. I am so active at work. I got promotions. Mm -hmm. So all this people are regularly posting. It doesn't mean that they got rid of diabetes. If they come back to the lifestyle they used to have, diabetes will be back. Mm -hmm. But they already enjoying this new themselves so much that they're afraid to sleep away and they're afraid of doing anything differently because they're enjoying what they have. You know, if I know that, say, bell pepper causes me stomach ache, I just don't eat bell pepper. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how much I like it. Yeah. I, I avoid it because it hurts. Same thing with people who got their results. They know how much better they are now in their, say, 40s than when they were in their 20s. They don't want to go back to that. They want to stay here. They want to improve on it. So this is, this is happening every week. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. Really satisfying to hear. Tell us about the conference. You mentioned that you're, you're putting on a conference. So... Um, Tell us, tell us about that. So, when is the when is the conference, Irina? The this is the health fair, and this is going to be on March twenty sixth, and we will have like six hours dedicated to educating to bringing information to people who were recently diagnosed or who know somebody you don't have to be the patient you don't have to have diagnosis to participate mm -hmm. in the in this health fair it's virtual health fair um, you may be knowing someone who was diagnosed and you want to see how you can help this person. You maybe have family history and you concerned that this may be, what happened? Are we still on? Yes, yeah, we're fine, yeah. So, and you may be concerned about what, uh, what if you will get the same diagnosis and you want to educate more to avoid it. 
So anybody who would like to participate and listen, we will. We are inviting doctors, we're inviting healthcare professionals, we're inviting, I call them support people, people who are not necessarily doctors, but these are health coaches, they're personal trainers, they're dietitians, they're uh, um, life coaches, people who have helped already many people to lose weight, to stabilize their um, physical condition, to stabilize their emotional condition. Different, as I said, there's many different approaches how you can start helping yourself. Nobody is uh, chained to just one particular way. We mm -hmm. all have different medical history, family history, and we need individual approach to all of us. But this is what this whole health fair is about, to bring a wealth of information for people to learn and see how they can start implementing it in their own lives. Unfortunately, the, the situation where even in America, when people get their diagnosis, they are not necessarily have immediate access to doctors, to information because of different reasons. They maybe live in such rural area where the doctor is available only like once a week or once a month, or they have to travel two hours towards the clinic to see the doctor. Sometimes uh, the internet is not that stable and Dr. Google is not available. Mm -hmm. So different reasons people don't have immediate access to the information. And here, what we're putting together is not the discovery in depth of one particular issue. It's information that people need to know right away. As unfortunately, health education at school and in, for general public is, is limited and nobody wants to learn about the disease when I am in great health, mm. but to be warned about it mm. is a great idea to, it could be turned around in such a way that we could learn about great health and learn, know about different dangers that are waiting for us if we don't follow the rules of supporting great health. So. Mm. This information is too very basic to give to people who are looking for it and also to introduce to what they need to know, <laughs> who, what doctors are helping. Not only one doctor, your primary care physician, but there are other doctors that can help. What food is helpful or hurtful that all that we all need to know, starting from the school age. Mm, That's absolutely. what this health fair is about. Just like, you know, the, this is virtual health fair, but uh, you've heard about the health fairs before the COVID when we had on every corner some health fairs. And when you go there, you not only learn about the healthy cookies, but you also learn about the massage therapy. You mm. learn about the insurance. You learn about uh, financial mm. resources that people are not aware of so this is all i don't touch that part we're talking only about health mm -hmm. and first help yeah. but 
this is something that we all not kind of lacking of education in. Yeah, brilliant. It's what you said earlier on about awareness. So you're you're spreading the awareness. Um, people know what they can exactly. do, where to go, etc. So it's it sounds like it's going to be really really helpful. Um, because if people are aware um, and they acknowledge, they can then take the action. The three A's: be aware, take. Uh, uh, accept you know if they've got a condition and then um, take action and uh, all of all, all of those steps take different uh, strategies so um, it's good that you're at the helm so diabetes 101 for beginners is the facebook group exactly. um, the virtual health fair is on march 26th how, how can people enroll for the health fair well probably the straightest way is to go to diabetes 101 for beginners Okay. And uh, there, there will be on top of the group, there will be pinned or featured topics. And because we have an active group, <laughs> it may be pushed away, but I'm trying to keep it on this bar, this information. And I'm also um, talking about it almost every day that it's available, come join. It's available, come join. Okay. So that's... That's the place to find, unless people want to reach me out directly, find me on the Facebook by my name or in as I beginner founder of Diabetes 101 for beginners, they could just reach me directly and say, hey, give me the link and uh, I will forward it to them in a personal message. Cool. Okay. I'm going to spell your name. Um, it's um, I-R-I-N-A, Irina Strunina. Uh, S-T-R-U-N-I-N-A, so right. people can, can look you up. Um, but Diabetes 101 for Beginners, thank you so much for your time today, Irina. I wish you the best of luck with the health fair, and um, I look forward to speaking at it as well. It's going to be a very exciting day. Thank you very much, Elaine. It was a pleasure being here, and thank you for helping me to spread the word. Thank you. Most welcome. Well, I think we have a duty. It's, it's almost like we, we, we can't not, can we? When we have health information, we have a personal duty to share it and uh, we're rising to the challenge. Take care, Thank Irina. You. Thank you. Thank you.